1: Hall of Shame is brought to you by Bev. Bev is a female first canned wine brand that was founded to change not only the way a product is consumed, but the way an industry and culture have operated for generations. In an industry that is almost exclusively masculine, Bev is breaking norms and creating something from the female perspective that is approachable, fun, and consumer-centric. We love this. They have three varietals, rosé, sauve blanc, and Pinot Gris, as well as limited edition extra fizzy sparkling white wine for the holidays. Um, I'm more of a rosé gal, but I love a nice sparkling wine, and I don't have to wait for the holidays. I could just have it like on a Tuesday. In fact, that's actually sounding pretty good with dinner. Their wines are dry, crisp, and a little fizzy, super refreshing and delicious. They have zero sugar and only three carbs and 100 calories per serving. The cans may look cute, and tiny, but each can is a glass and a half of wine. Yes. Perfect for when you don't want to open a bottle of wine for just yourself. We've all been there. A 24 pack is equal to eight bottles of wine. Oh my goodness. Their four packs are the perfect and cutest holiday gift for everyone on your list. Bev ships straight to your door and shipping is always free. We have worked out an exclusive deal for Hall of Shame podcast listeners because we really think that you guys are going to love this. Receive 20% off your first purchase plus free shipping on all orders. I suggest trying their best-selling Ladies Night variety pack so you can check out All of their delicious varietals. Go to drinkbev.com slash shame or use code shame at the checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash shame. Okay. Rachel. (laughs) Rachna.
2: So we recorded this week's episode last week. Yeah. But we wanted to record something to take a minute to pause in the very historical victory that happened this weekend, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, by a hugely wide margin in the popular vote, oh,
1: the hugest of the widest, won this election. It's so exciting. I mean, my experience, I just cried all day. Uh, An emotional
2: day. There were double rainbows over Los Angeles.
1: Double rainbows. Trump was golfing, which was nature
2: was like, I am here
1: for this. Yeah. And hey, special shout outs to absolutely everybody that did their part. Ugh. You guys got out there and volunteered and phone banked and text banked and voted. And the people who counted the votes and votes save America. I think, Rachel I don't want to speak for you, but I think I can hear. We are so proud to be a part of this family. Yes.
2: Never prouder than today to be a part of cricket Media. <laughs>
1: Especially today uh, yes. in the past few months.
2: You guys, take the time to absorb and enjoy yeah. so mm-hmm. that then you can harness more energy to work for all the things we still have to work for down the road.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, But
2: for today, I got to look at my daughter and say, you're half Indian, just like the vice president of the United
1: States of America. And that was cool as hell. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. Um, okay, well, on that note, we're going to go be hungover and happy, and we hope you guys enjoy <laughs> this episode. We really enjoyed making it.
2: Enjoy!
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Benetta, And I'm Retchna Frookbaum. And this is Hall of Shade. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi, Rachel. Okay, so we're recording this. The night before the election, election. So, um, we're going through it right now. Yeah, this might be a little shaky. How are you feeling? I mean, maybe this isn't going to make sense a week from now, but I just genuinely want to know how you're feeling.
2: I would love if a week from now it doesn't make sense because it was so decisive (laughs) that we're all like, God. Um, I just feel that in a year that has been so uncertain. The uncertainty of this,
1: it's like just peaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you feel? I feel like um, I'm just so scared. Yeah. I'm just frightened. That perma-diarrhea feeling. The perma-diarrhea. Um, just the fact that he's, like, barricaded himself into the White House. <laughs> like, I hope that we're laughing at this next week.
2: Do you know what's so crazy? So my 11-year-old and I just completed watching The Hunger Games. Ooh. And he, like, kind of barricades in the presidential palace in that movie. And Eli was like, it's so weird. It's, like, so
1: similar. And I was like, it is. <laughs> he's a loser. Um. Okay, well, you know... Um, I I don't know, I, I can't read the room right now. People are either mm. very in a very great mood or they need some distraction. Um, and I think that sure. this is just a good pod for either. Uh, hey,
2: yeah, wherever you're at, six days out of election day when this
1: drops, this'll work. I think we that think this, this will work. This It'll will just work.
2: feel like an antidote. It'll feel like an escape to a different time, yeah. which we probably all need.
1: Um, guys, I got to be honest with you. I have been waiting to record this specific mm. episode for a year, I'm for excited. 12 months. This episode is what I pitched this podcast with. It is what got me excited about doing this podcast mm. This is the story of what must be the first canceled athlete. And I feel like I don't even really need to do an intro for this podcast. But if I say to you, Retina, my queen, Tiger Woods scandal, what, sure. what do you think of? I think
2: of Thanksgiving and a golf club.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. You're right yeah. on the money. Woo. Um, I'm so excited. And how how would you say you feel about Tiger Woods in the present day?
2: So I loved Tiger Woods and I continue to. And in the world of now learning about the monstrosity of people, I'm kind of like a dude engaging in like dirty,
1: dirty, dirty, but consensual sex. Right. Not the craziest thing. Well, for, for whatever reason, I had a bad taste in my mouth about Tiger for the longest time, I'll be honest. Sure. And I didn't know... Why? And at Um, the time,
2: it was shocking. So let's contextualize. Totally. It was shocking, especially... In contrast to like the image.
1: But while I was writing this, I was asking myself questions that I had never asked myself. And I was reading things that I had never read before. And as an adult, you just understand things differently. And I think that there were – we were surrounded by so many tabloids about Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods for so long slandering him that it's like, oh, I'm checking out of the grocery store. Oh, yeah, fuck Tiger Fuck Tiger. Totally. You, know? you almost
2: get this like maga thing cuz like they literally all day every day are
1: hearing this narrative. Yeah. That's not steeped in truth, but it's like exactly. Exactly. So I'm kind of hoping yeah. that we come to a different conclusion. I'm just asking everyone to keep an open mind because you probably yeah. have your thoughts about Tiger. Do you know what? I love that. And maybe you maybe you won't have the same thoughts about Tiger. At the end. Or maybe you will. I don't know. Come to your own conclusions. But I'm just saying this could be a very fun adventure for all of us. Love a
2: fun adventure. We all need a fun adventure. Exactly. I love this.
1: So before we get to November of 2009, which is where our story truly starts, okay? So literally 11 years ago. Back in that Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I really want to spend some time and talk about the early life of Tiger Woods because guys, he was impressive as shit. And I think- Now, I want to just pause here for one second to
2: say that 11 years ago, I think from what you said, you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah and now you're an adult and 11 years ago i was an adult and now i'm still
1: an adult. oh i wasn't i wasn't a kid no because you are teenager. much younger i was a teenager i feel like that's our
2: funny runner yeah. on this podcast is <laughs> how old i am
1: uh, so i feel like there should
2: be we should have uh, listeners guess my age
1: oh <laughs> Okay, but they can't see it's what mystery. you look like, and you literally – like, when I first met you, I was like, oh, she's my age, or, like, she's, oh, like, 32. That's so kind. Well, girl, you're banging.
2: Hey, girl. Thank <laughs> you. Anyway, it just made me laugh. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, Let's so back to in. Tiger and being very impressive. So <laughs> I want to tell you all these impressive things because we need to weigh the good with the with yes. the, the bad, and I'm doing the finger quotations here because – is it bad? I don't know. We're going to discover. Right. So Eldrick Taunt Woods. How hmm. do you went from Eldrick to Tiger is – we could do a Love whole pod on it. I don't know. Super duper upgrade. He was born in Cypress, California in 1975. His dad, Earl, was an amateur golfer and like a pretty mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. Earl introduced his son to golf at the age of two, which wow. really makes me wonder what wow. May and Eli were doing. Have already two.
2: dropped the ball. They are four and a half and 11 and a half.
1: <laughs> And they've never played golf.
2: Uh, Eli and I have done it a couple of times. May is not yet. No, we're okay. behind. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, it turns out Tiger was a child prodigy. At two sure. years old, Tiger made his television debut putting against comedian Bob Hope. He was in Golf Digest at five. He was on ABC's That's wow. Incredible.
3: This is Eldrick Tiger Woods, and Eldrick is an accomplished golfer. He wins tournaments on a regular basis and has shot close to par on 18-hole courses. Incredibly, Tiger here
1: is only five years old. He won tournament after tournament. He beat his dad. I did not realize
2: that. Oh, I didn't know God. about that. Dude,
1: he beat his dad I for knew the he first started time. young. I didn't
2: realize he was already in the public eye, so yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, too two. Nuts. He beat his dad at Eli's age at 11. Wow! um, At 15, he became the youngest U.S. junior amateur champion. He was voted most likely to succeed in his high school graduating class. Everyone. That's a lot of pressure. Everyone around Tiger. Sure. Knew he was going to be a star. Sure. And he
2: was. Can we pause, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun, on what it is to live up to that kind of pressure. Oh, as a teenager? It's, I will say, when you look at people like LeBron and Tiger and you're like, People were looking at your ass to be that good from the time you were like five years old, and you exceeded. That's kind of
1: that's something. Well, I think it's like a superhuman thing. Like maybe it they is. didn't feel the pressure because they just were so good, and they kept. They on got getting that ice better. in their veins. Yeah. Um, okay. I just I want to get the point across that he was good, and I am not exaggerating. If I went through and explained every single accolade that Tiger has, I would be here for a week. And this is not a seven-part documentary, and we have an election right. tomorrow, so we gotta get this show on the road. Yeah. So Impressive though. Deeply. Oh, I I seriously okay, so here's what I think. I think that Tiger Woods obviously made golf what it is. Like could Correct. you Do you think that any average person could name no. like two other golfers? No. I don't think so either. Besides, there's besides, not yeah. Besides maybe like Arnold Palmer, and that's because he has a delicious drink. And and they would, yeah,
2: they wouldn't necessarily. know. they'd be like, I feel like, did he play golf? Did he play tennis? I just know it's 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 half lemonade, half iced iced tea. (laughs) tea. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I cannot think of an athlete who has done more for a sport than Tiger did.
1: Totally. Yes. Absolutely. So between 1999 and 2009, not a single year went by without him winning at least one major championship.
3: And in one of the most remarkable
0: performances of his career, Tiger Woods perseveres through Tory Pines and wins a third US Open championship. He's not only back on top, he is fully back. Tournament record, Tiger Woods, 2005 champion after Doral. <laughs> For the 40th time
3: on the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods A winner. He's won back-to-back Accenture Match Play Championships. One of the toughest events to win, and he has successfully defended his title, winning 12 consecutive matches in this event.
1: That is hard to do. (laughs) Fucking bonkers. By 2009... He had won 14 and was on his way to beat Jack Nicholas's record of 18, which had been Blue, the record. Jack yeah, you suck dude. <laughs> no one cares about your opinion. Um, that had been the record since 1986, and Tiger was only 34. Okay, nice. so amazing. So going into 2009, Tiger is killing it. He's at the height of his career. Height. He was the PGA Player of the Year, the PGA Tour Player of the Year, and the PGA Tour Leading Money Winner. He'd won the Varden Trophy, the Byron Nelson Awards, the FedEx Cup, and this was just this year. He like weirdly won the NFL MVP.
2: (laughs) 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 I just remember it was like he won everything.
1: He won the mirror ball in Dancing with the Stars. Like he had everything. he
2: was killing it. He was the lead in Ocean's (laughs) Eleven.
1: In October of 2009, Forbes named him the first athlete to earn one billion dollars. Okay, so this is the Mm -hmm. vibe. This is the vibe Mm -hmm. going into Thanksgiving. (laughs) I want you to think back to this time, okay. Just put yourself, oh my God, all over Sports Center, all over these magazines. He's, he's made golf what it is today. My nan fucking loved Tiger. Like she would just always watch him. Ugh. On November 25th, 2009, it all comes to a crashing halt. The National Enquirer publishes a story alleging Tiger Woods was having an affair with a New York nightclub hostess, Rachel Youcatel. Tiger's wife was the least surprised person in America. And there were a lot of surprised people in America, okay? Elin was like, I know. Elin's like, guys, (laughs) I know. (laughs) guys. I already beat you, okay? Mm. I won the race. A couple days before the story came out, Tiger, trying to do damage control, had told his wife Elin all about the allegations and even set up time for Elon to talk to Rachel. Rachel, you could tell, to okay. prove she wasn't having an affair with him. <laughs> so he was he was like, he found out about this story coming out, and he was Bet just it. like, I need to put out this fire. It okay. didn't happen, it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Rachel was going to deny having a relationship sure. with Tiger. Yeah. But Elin – our girl, and I've yeah. never meant that more when I've said that. We say a lot of my guys and our girls. Yeah. Our girl, Elon sure. is still suspicious. Yeah. But our girl, Elin, is still suspicious. Why sure. would Tiger have this girl's number, okay? Why, yeah. why is this – so the National Enquirer is going to post this story about this girl. Okay, but you have her number in your phone. So, like, that's a little weird. Coincidence? Also, if it's like very
2: much a lie, like why does she need to corroborate? It feels like over covering your tracks. One of those classic, like, I
1: got too much, my story's too detailed. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. He like sits her down for four and a half hours. (laughs) Can I ask you a shitty question? Have you ever been through somebody's phone? No. (gasps) Really? I have to tell you a thing about me. Okay.
2: Which probably makes me a fool. I'm the world's least jealous person oh I hate that I hate that
1: I hate when a partner isn't jealous
2: yeah it's almost like I'm like it's like the way in which I'm like is a chip missing I don't get that feeling wow good for you maybe I've never been in love <laughs> are we having a oh <laughs> existential moment should we I don't go know.
1: get alcohol and talk this through oh my gosh well separate pod <laughs> I um I don't get that feeling. Wow. Good for you. I I can be very jealous and I also like it. Maybe this yeah. is maybe I'm the one that's sick, but I like it when a partner gets jealous.
2: I think that's more I think that's more neurotypical and yeah. I worry in general I don't think I'm a sociopath mm. but that missing thing for me makes <laughs> me feel
1: okay well crazy. I have yeah. been through a partner's phone and okay. it is never a good idea because you're all even if they're being sure I, it sounds terrible so chill and not being cheaty cheaty um, you could switch something up you could be confused about something it's not a good even idea even
2: if you're not misconstruing like a direct conversation to me is always the way to go
1: absolutely yeah. This was like teenage but, Rachel. Not, no, I not get it. Rachel, I
2: but. By the way, I say this all zero judgment. I'm like judging myself that like I'm always like it's weird about this missing yeah. thing about me.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, back to the story. Um, Elin was going through. So our through- girl Elin definitely went through <laughs> is what I'm getting. So Elin was going through. Sure. Tiger's phone. She's suspicious, right? She goes through uh-huh. his phone uh, and she finds another name. Poor girl. Can we talk about like if you're. <laughs> Cheating? Maybe like don't share the password. With your <laughs> Maybe hold on to your phone and don't leave it around <laughs> town, my dude. Oof. So this time anyway. around, this woman's name was Jamie Grubbs, This new woman that Vielen okay. found on. So we his got phone. Rachel. We got Rachel, got and we got Jamie Grubbs. Mm-hmm. She called Jamie and left her a very nasty voicemail saying, "Like Oof. I know you are fucking my husband." Da 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 da. The kinds of things that you would leave in a nasty. Voicemail, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. tiger meanwhile had covered his tracks and asked Jamie to remove her name from her voicemail message. That was the day before the National Enquirer came out. Okay, so tiger meanwhile had already covered his tracks, he actually called Jamie and left a voicemail, and this is what it said hey, it's Tiger. I need you to do me a huge favor. Can you please uh, take your name off your phone? My wife went through my phone and maybe calling you. If you can, please take your name off that. And um, what do you call it? Just have it as a number on the voicemail. Just have it as your telephone number. You have to do this for me. <laughs> huge. Quickly. Bye. Tags. Oh, boy. So Tiger – Elon was on to Tiger. Tiger was on the Elon, like by the way, my million dollar dude not being like, "Let me call
2: my publicist to handle this." is <laughs> hilarious. He was trying like, to figure out I'm just going to take on this one own. on my
1: own. <laughs> so when the story actually comes out, you guys remember like America loses their shit. Mm. Oh my god, the world is insane. It I mean, was insanity. Yeah. It, especially we've talked about this before. Golf is so chill. Like golf is the gentleman's sport. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Golf is like creepily
2: like uh, I don't know. It's like got that weird, like, get out, like,
1: perfect, like, pleasant <laughs> situation. <laughs> that you're like, oh. totally, yeah. Um, so, Elon was like, yeah, National Choir, I already know. Um, but there were some details in this story that she wasn't super familiar with, like how sure. Rachel would call Tiger bear. Ew. How she would show sex. Wrong animal, Rachel. That Tiger <laughs> sent her to all of her friends and claimed that Tiger and Elon were getting a divorce it also uh. it also revealed exactly when these two lovers met, which was four months after Elon gave birth to their son, Teff. like Tough. can you imagine reading about that in the fucking National Enquirer?
2: Yeah, Ugh. poor woman, yeah.
1: your vagina's, like barely healed. Oh God. Oof. When the bomb dropped, Tiger and Elon were hosting Tiger's mom for Thanksgiving. And even though this article P- Tita
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> even though this article had come out, He had taken so much time to cover his tracks. He just couldn't resist. He texts these women again, including Jamie, who he had wished a happy Thanksgiving. She replied, you too, love. Later in the evening, he takes some sleeping pills to knock out for the night. I'm sure he was having a stressful week, I guess. Elin is still suspicious that there's more. She hops back on Tiger's phone again, my dude. Why you don't have this thing like literally like locked into like a chastity belt that's attached to your body at this point? You got to have one of those like money belts you take when you stay, when you
2: like backpack through Europe and you're staying (laughs) in a hostel and you keep it like on your person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So she found even more texts with Rachel, even one saying you were the only one I've ever loved. So as any woman would. Elin starts to text Rachel as Tiger. I miss you. When are we seeing each other again? Rachel responds saying something like, you literally just took a sleeping pill. Like, why are you still awake? Elin calls Mm. her. Rachel says, oh, fuck. Hangs up the phone. So like baby was caught. Red handed. Elin starts to scream. Wakes up Tiger, who is woozy as hell. Tiger's sure. like in deep REM at this point. Who
2: among us can can handle like oh <laughs> you're like woken up in your
1: deepest REM? Oh my god. So Ruh. he he gets scared and runs into the bathroom and locks the door with his phone, finally he gets his phone back and texts <laughs> Rachel. Shit, she knows I'm gonna pack my stuff up and come to you. It's time for a divorce. So he wow. eventually comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe things start to settle down. Elon stops screaming. Elan sure. somehow gets a hold of his phone again. She Tiger. sees that he's texted Rachel and shucks his own phone at him and chips his tooth. He makes a run now for I'm it. Now I'm remembering this part. He, makes a, he books it down to the garage, Oof. hops in his car, and that's when Elan picks up the golf club. And I will right. get to what she did with that golf club after this show right break. Hall of Shame is brought to you by BlendJet. We all want to make healthy choices. Want is the key word there. But there's barely enough time to chew, let alone cook a healthy meal. Making healthy food is easy with BlendJet, your blender on the go. BlendJet is the original portable blender that makes it easy to create a fresh meal anytime, anywhere. Enough with the greasy takeout, Rachel, and unhealthy prepackaged snacks, Rachel. No matter where you go, if you have your BlendJet, you're only ever 20 seconds from a fresh smoothie or protein shake. It can even make cocktails, baby food, salad dressing, omelets, salsa soup, and more. BlendJet is compact and lightweight, around the same size as your favorite water bottle, but it packs big blender power. The new and improved BlendJet 2 quietly crushes through ice and frozen fruit. Plus, you can use it every day for two weeks before charging with any standard USB port. Listen, your girl attempts to be healthy, but when a blender arrives at your front door and it claims to be able to make margaritas on the go, um, that's what she's probably going to use it for. And I have been, and it is incredible. Not to mention it's lavender, and who doesn't love a cute lavender blender? My boyfriend, that's who. <laughs> And BlendJet makes the perfect gift for everyone on your list who's looking to eat healthy and loves owning the latest must-have fitness accessory. BlendJet is the number one blender brand on Instagram with over 17,000 five-star reviews and over 1 million happy customers around the world. Try it risk-free with BlendJet's 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to BlendJet.com shame right now to save an extra 12%. Save an extra 12% at BlendJet.com shame. BlendJet.com shame. Hall of Shame is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Businesses have had to be flexible this year from working remotely to pivoting their business models for long-term survival and growth. Like restaurants are moving their dining outdoors and adding takeout and catering. Major retailers are now selling face masks. If you are in charge of hiring for your business, These pivots have made your job even more challenging, especially if you have to hire for brand new roles. Thankfully, there's one place that you can always count on to make hiring faster and easier, ZipRecruiter.com slash shame. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job boards with one click. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself right now. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com shame. That's ZipRecruiter.com S-H-A-M-E. Let ZipRecruiter take hiring off your plate so you can focus on growing your business. Go to ZipRecruiter.com shame. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hall of Shame is brought to you by Felix Gray. Popular devices are a major source of blue light. Phones, tablets, computers, TV, Kindles, and other devices. And I don't know about you guys, but I am on every single device that I own right now. (laughs) Spending too much time in front of screens can lead to headaches, blurry vision, dry, tired eyes, and trouble sleeping. And exposure to blue light at night can lower the production of melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep. There are a lot of blue light glasses on the market, but they're not all created equal. I'm going to speak for Reshna on this. We are obsessed with our Felix Grey glasses. I got one pair and started wearing them nonstop, and I loved them so much. And then I noticed that Reshna had a different pair than mine. She has like the all clear ones. And I was just like, okay... Those are cooler than the ones that I have. So then I went back and bought another pair. So I have two pairs of Felix Gray blue light glasses and I just like switch them on and off every other day. I like to switch it up. Felix Gray glasses filter out 90% of blue light in the most damaging range and eliminates 99% of glare through a proprietary industry leading lens technology only available with Felix Gray. Felix Gray frames are hand finished from durable, super lightweight Italian acetate, fancy much, Order online glasses shipped directly to you with hard case and lens cloth included. Try them for 30 days, risk-free. If your screens aren't easier on the eyes, send them back for a full refund. Go to FelixGreyGlasses.com shame for the absolute best quality blue light filtering glasses on the market. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com shame. Shipping and returns are totally free. You're going to look hella cute at Felix Grey. FelixGreyGlasses.com shame. okay we're back so tiger woods wife yeah. elan discovered he's a cheater Tiger's literally running away from her at this point he's woozy on sleeping pills cut to tiger's mom just downstairs having like the sleep of her life like gonna wake up and be surrounded by love and thanksgiving cut back up to upstairs yeah. and tiger's chipped his tooth and is running say, to his car for safety speaks
2: to how big the mansion is um that yeah, the screaming they were didn't wake anyone up. Miles. Cool apart. Tita Woods and the children just like fast asleep <laughs> on the other side.
1: So Elon anyway. grabs a golf club. Are you guys ready for this part? Classic. This is the most infamous part of the story. Starts Ugh. smashing his car. Tiger wow. pulls out of the driveway and crashes his car into a fire hydrant. Uh. And then a tree a few meters from his house and is uh. knocked unconscious. Nuts. Now I must say I am a journalist. I I went to journalism school. I did drop out, but I could still call myself a journalist. I do have to tell you that the police report says something a little different. The police (laughs) report says Tiger was just out and about at 2.30 a.m. the night of Thanksgiving. Like you do. Like you do. uh, And it says he crashed. And he got knocked unconscious. And Elan smashed the back window of the Cadillac Escalade to try and get him out of the car. So, y'all, this is a choose-your-own-adventure, mm. okay? You can believe whatever story that you want. Sure. I just have Look, to tell Look, if we you. D- know anything in America, it's people believe whatever story they want to believe. Well, now I'm giving you the option, okay? <laughs> so that's what happened on the day the article came out. That's just the day the article came out. And Oof. that isn't even the craziest part. A couple days later, people find out about the crash. Like, obviously, that's probably the next story that runs on National Enquirer. Uh, Tiger releases a statement taking full responsibility for an embarrassing crash at 2.30 a.m. And the statement asks that this remains a private matter.
2: Golf sensation Tiger Woods says his car crash outside his Florida mansion is a private matter. And he intends to keep it that way.
3: These pictures posted by TMZ.com show the damage to Tiger Woods' 2009 Cadillac Escalade from hitting first a fire hydrant, then a tree. Woods, who initially agreed to speak with authorities, is now refusing to do so. Instead, the athlete released a written statement Sunday saying, the only person responsible for the accident is me. When police arrived, they found Woods in and out of consciousness with cuts to his face. According to authorities, Woods' wife, Elan, told them she smashed out the
1: back windows of his SUV to pull her husband out. But questions remain about what led to the crash. Woods gets a $164 fine for reckless driving and a few days later has to drop out of a golf tournament he was scheduled to play in. And he claims, mind you, this is November, he claims he's not going to be playing golf until next year. Gotcha. So, one week after the National Enquirer posts this story, Us Weekly magazine publishes a cover story saying an LA cocktail waitress claims she had a 31 month long affair with Mr. Woods. I'm sorry, that's how you count a baby's age, not the age of an affair. That's two, I, that's two and a half <laughs> years, bitch. Month. That's two and a half years. Girl, just, yeah. Just make it easy on that's all of us. What are we doing? 31 months. The woman's name was Jamie Grebs from the voicemail. Mm. Got she you. says she has over 300 text messages to prove it. She also claims that she met Tiger two months before Elon gave birth to their son.
2: I got to say, too, like, Jamie's coming out because she
1: heard about Rachel and she's pissed. So oh, she's, she's, right? she's jealous of Rachel. She's jealous of Elon. She's like, I'm going to get my revenge This on is like
2: too right. much. She's like, oh, who's Rachel?
1: Yeah. So there you go. Some quick math tells us that she was he was dating all three of them at the same time. Sure. After the Us Weekly article comes out, Tiger posts a statement on his website. I have not been true to my values and the behavior my family deserves. I am not without fault and I am far short of perfect. I am dealing with my behavior and personal feelings behind closed doors with my family. Those feelings should be shared by us alone. At this point, if I were Tiger and I knew what I knew and only two women had come forward, I'd be like, oh, Boy, did I hit the jackpot! Like I'm sure, fun. I'm in the clear. Disaster! I'm averted. going on vacation after this. Spoiler: He was not in the clear. Oof! Tiger Woods stayed on the cover of the New York Post for twenty-one consecutive days. Multiple women, like an avalanche of Tiger's exes came forward, sure. porn stars escorts lingerie models nightclub workers my nan probably it ended up totaling a uh, hundred 120- you have your nan you know <laughs> get a girl hey. it ended up totaling a 120 affairs during tiger and Elon's five-year marriage 120 <laughs> women in five years that is two different women every month for five years I'm
2: The math on that is insane. I don't want to say almost impressive.
1: I don't want to say I'm impressed, but we're almost there. You know, we're like teetering on the edge. Look, that's like (laughs) wow, stamina. Good for you, dude. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Like,
1: yeah. So big shocker here: Elon stays with him, right? Which is you got kids. You got got kids. There's a lot of things going on there. Tiger puts out another that statement money. saying, after much soul searching, I have decided to take an indefinite break from professional golf. I need to focus my attention on being a better husband, father, and person. In January of 2010, like a couple months later, Tiger checks himself in a sex addiction rehab clinic Remember in Mississippi. That. Yeah, that was also plastered. Oh my God, right. this guy couldn't make a move without it being plastered all no. over tabloids. On February 19th, a few months later, Tiger shows up on TV to apologize live from the PGA Tour headquarters in Florida.
3: Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Many of you in this room are my friends. Many in this room know me. Many of you have cheered for me, or you worked with me, or you supported me. Now, every one of you has good reason to be critical of me. I wanna say to each of you, simply and directly, I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. As Elin pointed out to me, My real apology to her will not come in the form of words. It will come from my behavior over time. For 45 days from the end of December to early February, I was in inpatient therapy, receiving guidance for the issues I'm facing. I have a long way to go, but I've taken my first steps in the right direction. Buddhism teaches that a craving for things outside ourselves causes an unhappy and pointless search for security. It teaches me to stop following every impulse and to learn restraint. Obviously, I lost track of what I was taught. I ask you to find room in your heart to one day Believe in me again. Thank you.
1: He announces he's going back to rehab again, this time in Arizona. Shortly thereafter in March, he announces he is going to return to the Masters. His first tournament since November. And keep in mind, Tiger played in 17 tournaments in 2009 alone. So even just taking a few months off, that was like unheard of for him. He was clearly ready to get back out there. Right. During the tournament another bomb drops. The inquirer was working on an investigation as if 120 wasn't enough. It was like they dropped the initial bomb, then us weekly had all of the other goods and then they were like no, we need one more. We're not we're not mm. just going to like wait around here. So, they found one. They found a gnarly one. Tiger had allegedly had a one-night stand with his 21-year-old neighbor that he had known since she was 14. Her name, also Rachel. Rachel. Guess he had, guess he had a thing for Rachel. You missed your shot. Mm. Anyway. So apparently Tiger had admitted to everyone, like all 120 women, how he remembered I have no idea, but he left Rachel off the list. When Elan heard about this, that was That's the final tough. straw. She yeah. couldn't handle any more and finally filed for divorce. Tiger's life continued to fall apart after yeah. that. I am going to list all the sponsors he lost in the following months after the scandal. Accenture, at t Gatorade, and General Motors completely ended their sponsorship deals. Gillette suspended advertising featuring Woods. Tag Heuer dropped Woods from advertising and didn't renew his deal when his contract expired. Golf Digest had a monthly Tiger column. That was suspended. Nike and Electronic Arts, EA, were the only ones who continued to support him. A December 2009 study estimated the shareholder loss caused by Woods' affairs to be between $5 billion and $12 billion. Wow. People were oh, so wow. judgy. So everyone take a deep breath. Tiger eventually did return to golf. He did pretty well in that 2010 Masters Tournament, where he had that yeah. bomb dropped, came in fourth, And then after that, he struggled for the next few years. At the time of his break, he left number one in the world. The following year, he was number 58. And I'll give him credit because he kept his head down and worked his ass off. And by the time 2013 rolled around, two years later, he was back at number one. And in 2019, he won the Masters.
0: Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory.
1: I'm going to say I couldn't have cheered harder. What a damn ride, y'all. So there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. There are so many athletes that have done so much worse. Agreed. So much worse. Like, yes, he cheated on his wife before and after she had, like, that's awful. And yes, he cheated on her so many other times. But that's, like,
2: between them and their marriage. Exactly.
1: That's kind of, like, none of our business.
2: That's, like, not, like, sexual assault. Exactly. It was all consent, all 120 were consensual. Were
1: consensual.
2: They all wanted to sleep with Tiger, and so. Yeah, have your personal thoughts on the volume of that and the whatever situation and your take on it, but, like, it's not
1: illegal no and he went like he admitted that he had a a problem he was addicted to sex and he went to rehab and tried to figure it out and he went to like family counseling and all this stuff and worked on his own problems but jesus christ this man was ripped apart like literally me up until a a week ago a 29 year old still was just like kind of fuck tiger because i didn't know why I didn't know why. I just knew that I've always been told to say fuck Tiger. You know what I mean? Because of these just like. The narrative. I wasn't a fan of Tiger. I wasn't a fan of golf before. So I just grew my introduction to Tiger. These same people who ripped him
2: apart. Like no issue with Trump. And by the way, I don't give a shit what my presidents do, period.
1: But like it's the hypocrisy of it is sort of out of control. Absolutely. So I just think that, you know, now I feel like an idiot. I feel like an idiot because I wasted so much time where I could like, you know, I wish that I was, I wish that we did this story before the Masters so I could have been like, oh girl. Tiger, yes, like you've overcome so much. Like this is if so. If I had
2: known you, I would have been like, my girl, it's right? exciting. Exactly. Now <laughs> my friend and I were and like, and
1: we did it. <laughs> we were with him the whole time. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you, what do you think of all this? Do you think that, I, do you think look, that this was like the first taste of the like canceling of an athlete so people just like went all the fucking way in.
2: Look, first of all I'm team Elon, like that fucking sucks. On a personal level, like how fucking As a woman
1: Correct. As a mother. Yeah.
2: I have such an issue in our society period of where we place infidelity in comparison to to, like racism or misogyny or like I just think we like equate it to murder when like so many people in long-term relationships, so many good, good people, like, everybody thinks about it. Like, it's just, it's normal. It's sure. human. Like, marriage was an institution created when people died when they were 40, and it was, like, created around land ownership and procreation. So, yeah, whatever. We can all have our personal views on that, but, like, to put it at the level when, like, a Ben Roethlisberger, like, n- no one even talks about the fact he, like, date-raped a woman. Gross, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
1: certainly there must be a racial component you think so yeah I I would think so like they totally I think it was a a a racial thing I think it was also because he was on top of the world totally and And people love to tear those people down
2: I agree I will say Tiger's greatest fault in it to me is that he constructed such a crafted image of a saint you know what I mean in a world where he is more of a the bad boy of golf like I don't think it would have had the same impact but the fact that he tried to craft this like unbreakable like red on Sundays just like chaste image
1: actually hurt him even more in it. Do you blame him for having for feeling like you are you are probably more t- more times than not he was probably the only person of color sure. out on the golf course and ha- I, and probably I can't... felt like the need oh. to Uh, behave.
2: And there's countless stories of, you know, Earl and how difficult he was and the pressure he put on Tiger and I'm sure was like, you're a black man in a white world and you need to fit inside a box because as it is, that box is smaller than for the other white, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. In no way do I blame him for doing it, but I do think it ultimately, like, made the story that much more nuts when it happened. But I
1: totally understand it (laughs) it's a weird balance because not only are you being put into a box and you're being like you need to be this thing you're also surrounded by yes people
2: yes so the minute you
1: want to the minute you just have the slightest urge to break out of that box you have a million people surrounding you that are going to cheer you on and it's not necessarily for good things you know what I mean it's
2: wild it's I just yes it's like enablers on top of like tight boxes and like and then the world of golf in particular has its own problematic situation (laughs) like it's like the perfect storm almost
1: of craziness how do you uh, and and feel free to take your time with this one because it's a little bit of a doozy but how do you feel about forgiveness in the age of canceling
2: I'll say this I think people say it a lot it's almost become like this like tropey you know, lame thing to say, but, like, imagine if Obama did any of the things that Trump does. Imagine. Like, Fox News spent a week chastising him because he wore a beige suit, you know? (laughs) But I say that to say, even when people bring up, like, Trump's many affairs, across the board, I'm kind of like, who the fuck cares? I don't care if Bill Clinton got a blowjob. I don't care if Donald Trump had an affair. I don't care if Tiger Woods... Like, to me, that doesn't impact their job. Mm-hmm. This is what I'll say. That thing hits me when it when it speaks to like, does Trump ever get to come back from killing hundreds of thousands of Americans? <laughs> yeah,
1: so no. it's like you go way way like I them. think
2: that like the magnitude of the impact you had on the world matters, and like Tiger Woods screwing a bunch of women had very little impact on the goodness of the world. Mm -hmm. And it had a huge impact on his marriage. And his wife gets to choose whether or not, his ex-wife gets to choose whether or not she ever forgives him. But like, my job is not not... our business. To weigh in on that. My job is to weigh in on if Donald Trump is putting children in cages. Yeah. And so like, Again, that's a slippery slope. Where's the line? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think those two things are very clear to me. And my job is not to weigh in on whether Donald Trump had an affair or not, to be honest. Like, I kind of think when people put that stuff into the soup, that's when it gets muddy. And to me, it's like, just ding him on what an incredibly sociopathic, idiotic, unintelligent, monstrous non-leader he is. Ding him on that. And so... I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does.
1: I I think that that was a really good comparison. And I think that – I I think and I hope that – we're kind of back on team Tiger because this oh, is an incredible guy that's done so much. <laughs> I mean that for like me and the listeners. I'm so glad you're back, girl. Well, I feel back. dumb for for having left. Like, I, and I think that tabloids are no, just so but gross. I think that we're all growing. Yeah, and I think that you know social media, and I, I just think it's really and it, it served as a very valuable lesson because I feel like in the age of like fake news and like being wrapped up in things in social media, and like all you have to do is read a headline and then you're like fired up. About About something but you don't actually read the story
0: and that's exactly
1: what happened to me I read headlines and until I read the story 10 years later 11 years later it's like oh shit I'm not mad at this guy yeah did he like fuck up on his wife yeah absolutely but like I love golf he's an incredible golfer and sure I can enjoy him now I agree, and I think it's, like, a
2: really, I think everyone's line is different, and I think that's where it gets tricky, but I'm here to, like, get back on that, like, rehabilitated or non-rehabilitated Tiger Woods train in a way. I'm not ever here to get back on the Ray Rice train. No, no, you have to weigh these things.
1: Exactly. You have to weigh these things The way the, like,
2: impact they had, and so I don't know. I'm just saying one lady, two ladies' opinions. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm Team Tiger. I hope I'm Team Tiger especially too. now that he comes back and breaks that Jack Nicholas record. Oh
1: yeah, definitely now. Yeah. Well, I'm honestly very curious to see what our listeners think and if you, you guys always let us know. Um, where did you end up on this? Were you Team Tiger yeah. before? Or were you not? Did you have this same did realization? Did this help you in
2: either direction? This move you in either direction? Yeah,
1: let <laughs> us know. I'm very curious. Yeah. And this was such a this was such an interesting ride.
2: Oh my God, Rachel, you did such a! I love this story. You did a good job,
1: guys. I've been waiting. I have been waiting. This was like a gift on such a shitty day that we got to work through this stuff. Yeah, so thank you. Oh boy. Oh girl! Thank you for listening. We are gonna be back next week, hopefully. Oh gosh! Well, I guess when we record next week, Woo! we're gonna we're gonna know. have more information. We'll have more information. I'm sorry that we have to like celebrate and be sad about stuff a week late, but that's the way podcasts go. So. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Hang in there, Hang in, everyone. Hall of Shame is a crooked media production. Caroline Reston is our producer. Our executive producers are Sarah Geismer
2: and me, Rachel Bonetta, and me, Rachna Frickbaum. Editing and sound design by Kyle Seglin. Brian Semmel is our associate producer, and Allison Falzetta is our development producer.
1: Our theme music is by Taka Yasuzawa. Thank you to Sydney Rap for production support
3: every week.